That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. Not finishing. Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. Oh, Adrian Durham's going to be sad on Monday and there's nothing you can do. It's episode number 252, a smaller podcast than we assumed uh, because late night Tom Thrower has pulled out at the last minute and Tony is not here. So it's just me, Chris and you, Dave to talk about Stoke City 2, Peterborough 0. How are you doing, Dave? You were saying I, you're, not, I, you're not feeling too well. Well, no, I've, I've, I'm suffering, I think, from man flu. Um, <laughs> or I've come down with a case of promotion fever. Oh. One of the two. One of the two. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm well, really. It's just I just need to battle through it. But yeah, this the Stoke injury crisis continues it's claimed tom it's claimed tony <laughs> i and i'm i'm just really grateful that you are playing through playing through illness and injury to be to be here today you know it's, it's dedication the minerals, to the team it? <laughs> that's it that's it um but yes let's uh quickly do some three word reviews for as i say stoke city stoke city two peter brunel and by the way Big things, three word review, three coming in threes, threes, threes. Dave, we've won three games on the bounce. Oi, 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 oi. What's that about? Hey, eh? boing, we'll boing, about- boing. <laughs> three word reviews. Sorry, <laughs> better than losing. <laughs> nice, nice. See, others got it done. Daylight robbery, sketchy at times. Tyrese, 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 <laughs> your magic works. And it does. Yes, yes, it does. We have yes. powers. <laughs> we are curse breakers. I mean, so yeah, three games won in a row now. That's something new. And the exorcism that you guys conducted a few weeks back. Well, I mean, it's worked, hasn't it? It was. It's yeah. it's literally the data will bear us out. Twenty five games to our team without a stake win. We we perform some exorcism on the podcast. <laughs> he goes to match and we win. win. And and I mean we're we're fans of stats on this podcast. What was the expected exorcisms of of the of the whole thing? Like was it was it a good positive positive score? Do you think? Oh uh, yeah 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 the 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 expect the xx as we call the XX, it xx yeah great great pound the xx um yeah that that was high. Right, yep. So there you go. If you need curses broken, broken, you, you know where you know where to to come. Um, someone mentioned it there. Then Dave, uh, better than losing. Um, it was certainly we'd have made a fucking fortune in ancient Egypt. We really. <laughs> I mean, yes. Howard Carter would still be alive if we'd have been around. Every <laughs> <laughs> <Here we> joke. <laughs> Someone mentioned there then that it it was better than losing, and it's certainly the game yesterday is not going to be one that um, come the end of the season we look back on and be like that performance, hoof, incredible, because it was not 
a very good performance. But if you're anything like me, um, I always assume that after an international break, Stoke will come back and be horrible and lose. So this is better than than losing. Um, what did you make of the the game? Yeah, it was largely dreadful, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> it's 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 slightly bizarre that we've seen at times from Stoke this season some fantastic football and some really nice passing play and really having a stranglehold of quite a lot of games. And the three game winning bounce has come in really scrappy, quite slow, dire affairs where we seem to pick up six yellow cards at a time. Um, So yeah, yesterday, early goal, deflection in, I thought, right, okay, here we go. Might assert our authority on this game, but we didn't. And I think, it was possibly because we'd had these previous two games where we'd won one nil in a scrappy way. We thought, right, we'll, we'll go into that mode, almost like we were the away team. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we showed either too much respect to Peterborough or not enough. I think possibly not enough because I'd have, I'd have been wanting us to um, just really just try and keep the possession in the midfield. And the midfield was the big issue for me yesterday. It was not, it didn't look particularly effective at breaking up play, breaking up possession, nor did it seem capable of creating all that much. Um, so yeah, that, that was a big frustration. And I I did wonder going into half time, are we going to be booed off whilst ahead? Because <laughs> there was just that increasing sense from the crowd mm. of just the frustration of not being able to create anything. And mm. um, it helped that Peterborough are, I think the championships NPC football team. They're not a real team. You can't, there's no one <laughs> operating them. They're just a <laughs> generic group of code. Um so yeah, just just annoying. Mm. And like I know obviously Powell is gonna be a big miss, but I think arguably a bigger miss was Jordan Thompson because the midfield was just imbalanced, no one seemed quite sure mm. who their man was. Now arguably the midfield did their job in that Peterborough had very, very little in the way of chances at all. Mm. And you could argue, like, right. It wasn't like they played many balls through the midfield or over the top. We, I don't think, as well as Bart played, I don't think he was put under too much pressure. So, it's, I mean, we, we'll go back to the, the point after the victory over Luton of, well, at this point, who gives a shit? Um, it's great. It's great to win three and about some. Don't want to sound all negative. But given these recent performances and given the injuries, I would say that I have serious doubts about us as a playoff side still. Mm. Um, and it was it's going to take something a little bit special to kind of help us to plug on into January with us still in contention, I would say. Um, now, maybe that's something special. <laughs> has returned because that that sort of it made the whole sort of 86 minutes 87 minutes of grind worth it because that was just a joyous football moment so spinning back to positive the pure joy of that goal was fantastic 
Yeah. Um, the, the BBC described the game as Stoke uh, comfortably see off Peterborough. Um, and whilst I'm, I'm reluctant to agree with that description and say it was comfortable, I certainly do not think Peterborough... I think Peterborough were quite good at holding on to the ball. They're a team who the, the commentators on the on the stream of it described them as arrogantly want to pass it out from the back, which I thought was hilarious because arrogant. Ar- arrogant arrogantly or not, they were successful at doing so. And they were quite good with passing. And I think that that showed, as you say, from how ineffective our midfield was. Um, we, we did just seem that little bit un- imbalanced. And yeah, it... We, it's, it just seemed a little bit sloppy. I don't... Yeah, that again, was a big thing. First off, especially with sloppiness. I suppose you don't... It's it's easy when you're watching. You don't really understand the intensity at which someone pressing the ball, how that how that kind of feels. And Peterborough mm. were okay at, at, at pressing. Um, and it, it was just a, a, sloppy, a sloppy game. I'm very grateful to... The, the goal that we got within the first seconds of the game... Um, really did if we'd have been sat waiting for a goal i feel like it would have been a quite a could have got quite poisonous as you were saying um but the fact that we got one early on did kind of ease ease things off and certainly i don't think that we are i don't think we were a team under the cosh or anything but as you say um we, we currently sit uh, if i'm looking at the table we currently sit in fourth place it's mad it's mad it is mad because it's, it's performance wise this has been Sort of the worst, if we think about our season in two halves, this has been the worst half, yeah. this latter eight or nine games. And yet we're fourth. I I suppose you would you would always want to say, though, if you can play badly and still find a way to win. Yeah. Games. And and maybe some of that is having that, I, I suppose, in, in a division like the championship, having a player or a couple of players who really are an X factor make such a massive, massive difference to, to games. So I think that uh, players like Powell, when he's there, that they, he's a type of player. And the returning Tyrese Campbell shows that he's he is a player who can, and we've seen it before, can create and finish his own chances. And that is definitely something for a team like us who struggle to create at the best of times. Having someone who is... I would say he's a very clinical player. I mean, yeah. just just look. I know that we often laugh at stats, but in terms of the xG, um, we had a 0.28 to Peterborough's 0.67, which basically, from I've been playing a lot of Football Manager 22, it was a shit game. It was a very yeah. There was not a lot of chances. Not a lot of chances created. Uh, I mean, it's it, yeah, it's a very poor, poor game. What we did is on the two opportunities we got given, we we put the ball away. The Mario goal at the start was uh, took a bit of a deflection, I think, and Tyrese is magic, and he managed to take on well their their defense and the keeper, and yeah, he did a wonderful job. And that I'm. There's been a lot of hype because obviously Campbell's come back and he scored straight away and that's awesome. But I, I, I don't want to get too sucked into the idea that, right, well, he now he has to play every game. He is our saviour now. He because, because I certainly feel that way. I certainly feel he is that type of player who can bring, take Stoke to another dimension. But I 
the reality is he's still coming back from an injury. He's still having to, I don't know. Yeah. You can't, I don't, I mean, he may, he may start the next game and he may be in incredible form because he's an incredible player, but I just don't want us to, I don't want, I don't want it to, oh, he's not, what I'd hate, Dave, is for people to be like, oh, he's not the same since his injury. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, well, obviously, um, that goal got compared to Ricks against Wolves all those yes. years ago. Yes. And it is quite something when you see him side to side. Just the just the angle of the finish mm. was different, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but thinking about Rick's role that season, Rick's role, nice. Um, <laughs> like, the he... <laughs> He was that X Factor player, and I think Campbell is slightly different in that Campbell won't go missing for as much as the game as Rick did. did. Mm. Um, but back in that promotion season, we had, I would say, two like properly creative players in Fuller and Lawrence. Mm. And the annoying thing about us now is that our two really quality creative players have barely been on the pitch at the same time. In him and Powell, it seems like one's injured and then one comes back and the other one gets injured. And it's and this is why sort of getting through to January in any sort of contention would be absolutely huge for us. And that's why I've got doubts about it, is because yeah, it's great that Tyrus Campbell's back, but he's not gonna get that kind of chance every every game without uh Powell there. Now Vrancic has shown his worth and my per- being perplexed at his lack of starts, I think was uh, backed up by his, yeah, midfield wasn't great, but goal and assist, however they came, he's a tremendous asset to this team. Yeah. I I think it's it will be tempting to put Campbell in the starting 11 for Bristol City now, won't it? Because you think, well... He's got that goal. He's he's going to be all fired up and revved up. I still don't know if he's like got a full ninety in him yet, um, because I think Brown, bless him, is slugging his guts out uh, every week to little reward. And I think Fletcher still has something to offer as well. So mm-hmm. that area of the pitch, I'm fine with. Cent- centre backs are a concern mm-hmm. a little bit, but if we have to remember that Ostergaard's young. Wilma mm. is young still. Danny Bart has stepped in and we've won every single game he's played this season. As devastating as losing Sutar is, Danny Bart coming in, doing that role in the middle of the three is no bad thing at all. No. I I might have to take back some... I don't think, I don't think I've necessarily been critical of Bart, but I've certainly sort of maybe re- groaned a bit at his inclusion. So, yeah, Danny Bart's doing fantastic stuff. The issue is, can we can we have a midfield that will keep us going until January? Because we had three midfielders yesterday, neither, neither of whom would possibly... I would say Vrancic is a six, Soy is a five, Alan a four out of ten. And those are the only centre, mid, centre midfielders we had. Thompson was out, Powell was out, Klukas is out. Mm. So are we going to survive a hashtag hectic winter schedule with yeah. just those three midfielders? That's going to be very difficult. Mm. And I don't really know how you 
how, how you you remedy that because I, like we we're, we're playing the system we're playing and we you I don't see him changing it unless he's forced to to accommodate a, a change in no. personnel. Um, well, I mean, there's, there's there's a time and I was going to say there's the time and in the middle option, but yeah. that leaves you quite short at left wing back with no doubty. Mm-hmm. Um, you can. Hope maybe see if Oakley Booth can come back as sort of a cover option, but neither of these are ideal. We've mm-hmm. picked a really shit time for our best defender, best creative outlet <laughs> to be, and arguably our best keeper to be out all at once. Um, yeah. yeah, it's 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 pretty horrible, pretty horrible, isn't it? Really, but but with all that contained, we've won three in the bounce and we're fourth in the league. So yes, it's weird. We're a weird old bunch of lads yeah we we really are definitely i am um, i think people are gonna <laughs> have to get that conditioning training in for the next few next four weeks because it's oh, gonna God, be a yeah. gonna be a tense one as we limp towards towards january it's an interesting one then because i would say and i know it's very early to talk about signing anyone in the winter window but i i would have wanted to improve the midfield anyway uh, because yes. um, I don't want Joe Allen to go away. But we, we do, on paper, we have a lot of players still. And so it's very, it's difficult. I don't even know who you would even look to bring in. Um, but then I would never have picked someone like Jordan Thompson. And I think he's been he's been great. So it's a, it's a difficult one. And one person we have been linked with, though, um, is we're replacing one suitor with another. Um <laughs> The Harry Harry's older older brother, yeah, John of Hearts. He's at Hearts, isn't he? Yeah, yes, the Gorgie boys. I mean, that's an interesting connection. That's certainly. I, I wouldn't it seem, say it seems, it seems to have legs, doesn't it? Yeah, it keeps coming up, and yeah, it does seem to. There seems to be more to it than just Twitter talk, which is always exciting. Um, I don't know. Do you think is I think he he's been in talks because I think his contract is up next summer, and right. so maybe Hearts would look to, to potentially cash in on him in the winter if they could. Do you think centre back is a place that we should be looking at? Um, I would say I would say it definitely wouldn't hurt when you consider Ostergaard is still a loanee, and I'm talking about the experience of Bart coming in. And helping perhaps the, the younger lads maybe just keep their heads a little bit in the absence of Harry Suter. Mm. That um, I'm not expecting his brother to be anything like him, but we he's now back in the Scotland fold. He's an international player. He's presumably doing all right at Hearts if he's getting international call up. So I would hope that he's got a bit of experience and guidance that might be able to help in general because. Again, if Danny Bart gets injured, we're all of a sudden down to just three actual yeah. centre backs, and then you know, and then these these things become a real crisis, don't you? So uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm not opposed to Suter signing at all. I think I think I'd actually welcome it, um, because yeah, just Harry being out until the end of the season is just absolutely fucking devastating, really. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm all for that, but I I agree with you. I think it's a DM, and this has been a thing for quite some time. It's a DM we need. Um, I think 
with the best will in the world, Joe Allen, I think, only suits the way we play if Jordan Thompson or another actual player of that. I'm not going to say an out-and-out DM, but just someone with a bit more about them defensively Mm. is alongside him. I don't trust him as the one defensive player in a three. Um, And I think my frustration yesterday was people expecting Romain Sawyers to be another Joe Allen when he's clearly not. Romain Sawyers is built for away from home, counter-attacking, breaking the lines. When we concede as much possession as we did to Peterborough, Romain Sawyers is going to look a bit lost. He's going to look like he's running through treacle. So I'm pissed off that he is being held to a different standard. Like, mm, no, yeah. we, we just, so, 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 sorry, if we don't expect Stephen Fletcher to do the same running as Jacob Brown, but why do we expect Romain Sawyers to do the same running as Joe Allen? That is... Yeah, my and that's my annoyance with some of the reaction he was getting from the crowd yesterday. I feel remains so. Now, what you can criticize for, sorry, for yesterday was sloppiness of passing, mm-hmm. and he did that a little bit one too many times. When he did, he did actually do some occasional good defensive work, but yeah, still five out of ten performance. Yeah, Allen was shite, <laughs> he was just <laughs> fucking he, shite. Yeah, and uh, it. Mm. No, it, just tell tell me tell me the intangible because it's there's certainly nothing tangible I can see as to why he's the first name on the YouTube every because he had a good Euro 2016 seems to be the only reason I was talking to two Peterborough fans on the walk down Stanley Matthews Way he said oh we were expecting Stoke to be a lot better with Soyes and Allen in the middle I was like well I've got news for you buddy um, <laughs> and I just I just feel like I'm just kicking a puppy now because like. Yeah, I know I'm mean and horrible to Joe Allen all the time, but well, that's what we do. He would diabolical, diabolical. Yeah. No yeah. tackling, chase it just nowhere. He didn't seem to have a clue. Mm. Yeah, and and I find it interesting that um, he still does have his his fans amongst amongst our fan base who who still re- like. I saw someone midweek uh, say that oh, he's been our best performer this season. And it's like I, I like it, and no disrespect, no disrespect at all to to that person. But I was like, I, I feel like we're watching, like I must be in a different timeline then, because I, like you, I just, I just do not see. He run, he runs, okay, he runs around, but that doesn't mean he's winning the ball. It doesn't mean that he's moving play up yeah. the pitch. It does, like, I don't, I, they're, they're, you cannot convince me that, and this isn't to say Joe Allen has some stats, something. something yeah, I, I would, I, can... I genuinely would like that. I would like to know what it is rather than it just being a, like, a feeling. I, I want, I want to be able to see it because maybe I'm just absolutely biased against the guy. Yeah. Um, But I just feel he is, sometimes detrimental to the team. Like, I don't know what he brings. I would much rather have a player who, I don't know, is not as quality as Joe Allen, although I don't know what his quality is, but who actually brings a balance to the team. Because that's the thing. I don't feel like 
we, we have a defensive midfielder. We don't have a player who's, whose job it is is to either hold up play or break up play or, or that type of thing. He doesn't, God, it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be anyone like some world-class midfielder. We just need someone who's defensively assured in the midfield. But I also feel like for all football fans, it's midfielders. It's almost like, oh, well, they're either a, a winger or they are a midfielder and they all do do the same job. So what you're saying about Sawyers and Allen being compared, I feel like people don't almost like look at midfielders in the same way as like strikers, let's say. They just, yeah. well, it's a midfielder, they do this job. Whereas they, they have very, very different, very different roles. Um can I can I just... oh, yeah, go on. Um there have been occasions it's it's not it's not that just I just hate him because I've decided <laughs> to hate him. Um I will point to a game I think Joe Allen played very well in this season. That was the one they'll win against West Brom. Mm. In that game, we played Allen and Thompson together and had Powell and Vrancic on the pitch at the same time. We basically had a, a quartet of players around the midfield, two of whom more defensive, two of whom more attacking. That worked great. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a four-man centre midfield Joe Allen thrived in. He's not thriving in a three-man centre midfield as now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. might I might say in his defence, he might he's not an out-and-out defensive midfielder. He's not N'Golo Kante. No. But what is he then? Yeah, because in, in my... In my head, what Joe Allen is supposed to be is he's so he's not a direct defensive midfielder, but he is supposedly like a a box to box hurrier. He he is he's energetic and he can go. Sam Klukas. Yes, like but the, but that but then well exactly because Sam Sam Klukas I feel has at least the ability to to add a goal to his repertoire, mm. whereas I don't feel Joe Allen has threatened properly by being a goal scoring midfielder since what his first season with us like I don't I don't feel like he, he's necessarily a goal threat and I don't feel like the reverse of that that he's someone who will recover possession I just feel like he's a player who runs after the ball <laughs> and so yeah and so, um, and, and so in a midfield four where you have another player like Jordan Thompson who can can break up the play and you have Two players like uh, um, Powell and and, and Mario up, up front, up attacking. Like he can be good because he's not being relied upon to do either of those roles proficiently. Yeah. And he right. can, he can. I think, I think he's decent at pressing. But I think yeah. if, but I think if you. That only works if you have other players who are also going to press and win the ball because I don't think Joe Allen can can press and win. Right. Um, my fi- final word. Have you seen Parks and Rec? Yes. Right. Um, he's little Sebastian. He, no, no. He's Jerry. Now, he is, he, oh, Lin, Lin, no. Lindsay Noakes says Jerry only works when nobody's looking. Yes. When there's no pressure yeah, yeah, on yeah, 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 Jerry yeah. will thrive. Joe Allen is our Jerry. Like as long as he's oh not got the God. responsibility of being too much of a DM <laughs> or too much of a box to box or too much of an attack midfielder, oh. as long as he's like f- feels like someone else will cover for him, he'll do mm. fine. 
He'll do great and look and really in, good. And in but, many ways, I feel like we bully him in the same way the rest yeah. of the department bully Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, go. Yeah, carry on. Sorry. No, no, that was it. Oh. That, was, that was literally my point. Well, and, and another thing to, because we, we did have a lot of people ask about midfield. Um, uh, we also had uh, a thing to, to talk about the red card. Sam Surridge, yeah. straight red card for what looks to be charging in with his head at someone. Mm. Um, what did you make of that? I was chatting. I went. I went to a Christie today with uh, with well, it was my family, obviously, uh, but my dad was there, and we were chatting about it. And he was insistent that it should be a yellow. Um, and I, mm. I was. He's gone in with his head, and I. It's, know, one of, the, it's, it's the letter it's, of the law, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes, exactly the phrase that goes around, letter of the law. It's one of those will absolutely not get overturned in a million years. No. And uh, I think it's perhaps smacks of a certain degree of, uh, what's the word? Jobs worthiness of, pre- of <laughs> championship referees. Like, oh, he's technically gone in with his head, so technically it's a red card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fine, but it's, he's no more gone in with his head than bloody... It's something that doesn't go in with his head very hard. Um, <laughs> it's it's it, it's a daft one. So, Sorridge is a bit a bit too fired up for my liking there. However, if we're talking about dangerous play and violent conduct, perhaps letter of the law going in with your head is violent conduct. However, shoving someone into an advertising hoarding. Mm-hmm is dangerous mm. play. That is endangering yeah. a player. So yeah. I can understand storage being very, very fucking annoyed. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, part of storage might even be thinking, I wish you'd actually planted one now. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> if I was going to get a red card anyway, may as well. Yeah. To sound a bit like Roy Keane. He's just like, yeah, <laughs> wish I'd properly laid one on him. But I, yeah. I, I suppose I, it is. And I was thinking, well, with respect to, to Surridge, at least it's not like, I don't know, Jacob Brown or someone who we would really, really miss. Uh, Surridge has been coming on and doing sub appearances recently. But then when you've said about, oh, I've got a hectic week, month and you know what Fletcher's mm. like. Fletcher can sometimes be made of glass. It's a little bit, oh, okay. Um, where's Abdalasima? <laughs> Where? no well, that is, no, one, yeah. no one's seen him. Where is he? Because he not on the bench. Um, that is a weird one, isn't it? Like he's not all the all the, the, exci- the yeah all the excitement that was there. What's what's happened? What's happened there? Do you think? Uh, you know, we just sometimes have those lone players who just disappear. <laughs> like I swear, in like one of the Pulis, like oh six oh seven and Pulis, we had like two Icelandics on loan who we I can't even remember the names, but they were just simply. They were on the squad sheet, but just never heard from. <laughs> well, they were, I can't even remember what they're called. But yeah, just these random sort of bizarre loan signings. Like, if you as, as a football manager player, you'll know yeah. that sort of deadline day thing of, oh, I'll just get Panic. some bodies in. And then you just forget uh, sadly, he's in the squad. Sadly, yeah. yes. Yes, I, I've made that mistake on the on FM22. Um, but, you know, we're not here to talk about mm. that. Come on. Um, but no, it's a, we- it's a weird one because he, Seema came with quite a high reputation um, and we, everyone was quite excited. And then I don't know what, I don't know what's happened. I don't know if, 
again, he's a player moving to a new country. There's all you never know what's happening behind the scenes, do you? Really, he may yeah. have been. He may, I don't know. I mean, there may be stuff going on in in private life. You, you never know. You never know. And so it's just a weird one um, for him to 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 not be around. But yes, at least we have three points, and we have <laughs> we're in fourth place, which is still fun. One point behind West Brom. Like it is funny, isn't it? How bizarre. Um, but for how long that lasts, no one. No one knows. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about about this game, Dave? No, I think I think we've done well to get nearly forty minutes out of it. To be honest, it was a very Matt, very dull game. It, it really uh, was. It really was. Do right. should we do some exciting? The Nathan Jones game. Yeah, should we do that? Uh, as, as bad a performance as I've seen since. To be honest, it's the baddest man the performance I've. Since I've been a manager, I, I, I feel physically sick, literally sick. I, I could be sick. I, 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 it's. Oh, he was sick again Friday night. He's he's always sick, isn't he? He's a sick, sick man. The and sick man of Luton. Well, listen, I, Tom is not here, but he sent us the screenshot of results before the Peterborough game. And I don't really understand how we, how it works. I don't know how he, how he gets things. So is it a point Dave for every wrong goal or for every more goal than the scoreline? Yes, it is. So, Uh, so, so for example, look at Tom, Tom here, dear listener, you'll remember he wasn't here last time and we predicted a four, nine win to Peterborough. He's got rid of the nine, hasn't he? And he's just gone four nil Stoke. That's cheap. He has. If you look at the screenshot, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna double check the last Nathan Jones game update. Update was. It was. was... He did one today about half seven. About half seven. As we check our our DMs to see. So I would have had loads (laughs) from those games. Bear with me. It's okay. Uh, It's okay. Well, to to. I don't even know who we're playing in the next in the next session. Bristol. I think Tom. I think Tom's maths wrong here. You know. Oh dear. Oh, th- controversial. Why? Oh, uh, I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna trust. I'm gonna trust Tom. Well, let's I'm trust, trust the process. Trust the process. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say <laughs> that these are the update. If you want it, I'm gonna say that these are the correct results as of the Peterborough game. Oh, okay, okay. Because because yeah, the message says update. If you, sorry, were you just update lost if in you mid- want? Right, sorry. When he said update, right. Here's what's happened, listeners. Tom has sent us the screenshot and then said update if you want it. And I've took that as as an instruction, up, as an instruction not, to update, not this, a presentation. Update this if you want it. Update it to the, what it should be. Whereas what I think it should say is this is the update if you want to use it in the podcast. Do we think? Yes. Let's go with I th- that. I think this is Tom being a kind person. And we'll see, well, we'll see the good and, say, and saying this is the updated scores right. if you want it. Well, okay. is it, I mean, you say he's been kind, but he's took away his took away the nine goals. So we had predicted Tom with a 4-9 scoreline, but he's he's got rid of the nine and just gone for a 4-0 Stoke win. 
which is cheeky, if you ask me. Because what that's done, Dave, you and Tom were on joint points. But what, <laughs> but what that's done is it's made you in, in well, last place on 52. Yeah. And it's put Tom and Tony on 49 points. Which, okay. Which, um, it's a bit cheeky. And then I'm, I mean, it's breaking away here. I got a perfect score. I went for a 2 0 win and I'm on 41. This is nice. I take no pleasure in this. I really don't because I don't understand it. Um, well, you're winning. You're winning by eight points anyway. Or, uh, or losing, depending. Right. Yes. Um, right. The, the predictions from the others. Yes. Tom is saying 1 0 win for Stoke on Wednesday okay. at Bristol City. Yonder at Bristol City and a 2 2 home draw with Blackburn on Saturday. Tony, where's Tony's? Hang on, let me find Tony's. Uh, Tony's, I don't think Tony's actually made any predictions. Oh, oh no, no, he did. He did. Oh, he here did. we go. I found them. <laughs> I've been doing some research. He's been, he's gonna, he's gonna go with <laughs> when Wednesday we're away. Yeah, yonder, aren't yep. we? Yonder. He's saying, he's saying 1 0. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he's going nil one on Saturday. Okay, <laughs> oh, merciful. I love it. Uh, what about he's still, he's still beating me with this bullshit? <laughs> oh, oh, that's that, oh, that's because I that's because I've, I've thrown a paddy the last three games and predicted us to lose heavily. <laughs> Are you? Uh, have we said Tom's? Sorry. I'm... Yeah, Tom's saying one nil to us at Ashgate and two two at the home match. And what? So what do you want to go with? Oh, fuck it. I don't know whether to stick with my we're going to get battered predictions mm. in the hope of like keeping this run going or if by speaking that out loud I have brought those portents of doom upon me. <laughs> yeah. So I will I will say we'll lose 3-1 to Bristol City mm-hmm. but then hoping the reverse might then be true say we'll beat Blackburn 1-0. Ooh. So I'm covering both paces. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. I like that. It's a, it's, it's a smart, smart plan. Um, I think that we will lose 2-1 to Bristol City. And then at home against the Blackburn Rovers, I think it will be a scrappy 1-0 win for the, for the Stokes as well. Love it. Love to see it. There you go. Well, that's that's very exciting. Um, that that's that's the score predictions. Before we go though, Dave, it's that time of year again, isn't it? It's getting yes. It's it's dark out, isn't it? It's dark. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. This is might be a bit of a slightly underwhelming reaction mm. after, uh, re- announcement after the sort of <laughs> minutes of Joe Allen chat, but um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so for the last two years, Wizards of Drivel have been organising a charity appeal around the sort of Christmas winter time for Stoke-on-Trent Food Bank, a cause uh, which is very dear to our hearts and uh, desperately needs funding uh, and is a sad indictment of sort of modern Britain, I suppose, that, that it does need funding. And yet there are thousands of families... Uh, living in poverty, ne- needing resources, community resources like the Stoke on Trent Food Bank, and God knows this year, especially with COVID and 
you know, we only have to think about people like Marcus Rashford and people and sort of initiatives like that just to uh we like no one needs being made perhaps more aware of the scale of the problem is what I'm ham-fistedly trying to say there. Mm-hmm. So uh we're gonna do that once again this year for a third year in a row. Like first year was amazing to raise any amount of money at all. Like last year you blew our minds with <laughs> how much it was like genuinely incredible yes. to raise over six thousand pounds, I think it was in the end, wasn't it? it was. And um yeah, so we're not expecting like we're not we're not even I don't even really like want a target, but just giving mm-hmm. us us one anyway. So we've put a five hundred pound target. Hopefully we'll be able to do something like like that. But um yeah, if you want to help us help Stoke on Trent Food Bank, then we've got a just giving page set up. Mm-hmm. So um think about it is as something like if you're not going to a particular match, like give what you'd spend on food and drink or yep. Yep. you programs are free this season. How about last couple of matches? What you, what you would have paid for a program. Why not chuck yeah. it in there? That's um, it. Yeah. Don't, don't give what you can't afford. Don't, don't give, don't feel pressured by us mm-hmm. in any way. No. <laughs> this, this is, this is charity and it's, it's something we're proud to do, and the people at Stoke and Trent Food Bank have been lovely, uh, yeah, with with us. And you'll be able to speak better to that, Chris. Well, uh, yeah. Well, that that's just it. Like, if if you can give, then we would appreciate it more than anything. Uh, having spoken in the last year to the people <coughs> at the food bank who who got in touch following last year's incredible, incredible uh, campaign. Um, the I don't think people perhaps realize how far the money that we donate, how far it actually stretches. In I, I um, sadly I've not got the like I did have the facts and figures down in terms of how many uh, people the food bank has been able to help in this last year. Um, but like when we say any any small amount helps it really really does i mean last year's amount was incredible uh 6341 pounds in the end um that has been able to literally feed thousands of people um it was able to restock shelves for months at a time we are we are talking about like fundamentally being able to keep food banks operating which again i think we said this last year it is a tragedy that we need them but the fact that they exist and are such a vital lifeline is proof that we need to help and we need to support them um again i'm like you say i am not expecting us to get anywhere near the the total we got last year um and and nor would i i pressure anyone into the same um into trying to, to do that it's solely just a a good thing to do but if we can even if we can break just the, the 500 pound target that we've set initially like that would be massive it would do a huge huge thing um so yes uh any little helps as the as some supermarket says is it yeah tesco yeah sorry um and any little helps um Last year, everyone was absolutely incredible. I know it, it, looking at the Just Giving page from last year, it says 227 supporters. That is incorrect because 
Uh, some of those were collective donations from places of work and that type of thing. It was overwhelming um, is, the, is the word I would use. And so if you can, we would love it. Uh, but even if you don't have the spare cash to spend, if you can share it, if you can get the message out there, that would be doing a favor as well. Uh, we will post links and all that stuff on the social medias. Um, so when that comes available, please, you know, share it, share, do, do what you can. Um, but yes. If yeah. You, and um, I don't know whether this is incentive or warning, but your donations last year, uh, helped <laughs> uh, originate my colonial Stoke City detective. Um, I'm not sure. I think I think he might have he might have solved his last case, Michael. But anything, any opportunity to do something silly or <laughs> uh, get people involved or just do something a bit different yeah. as part of running uh, donations alongside it, we're going to brainstorm and, and try and think of the- uh, ways to <laughs> get. Just, just as a kind of, as a fun side to the appeal. Yes. I think I, yeah, I think because we didn't want, because we don't want to set targets like financial targets. Because again, we we do not wish to pressure people. We we haven't like set target goals of if we reach this amount, we will do this. But the further we get along the line, um, <laughs> the more we will think of thank yous. The further along it gets. That's how it worked last year, and I think that's how it will work this year. So. You know, if you want silly things, um, there's a selfish reason for you to, to do it. <laughs> oh, but it's exciting. Um, yeah. And, and it will do, it, it does the world of good. So, yes, if you can, please do. Right. Well, I mean, it's been lovely to chat, Dave. Um, yeah, it's been a long one. It has been a long one. This is what happens when you can have a Zoom call with just two people and it doesn't give us a time limit. Yeah. <laughs> um, any other business before we, we finish this thing? Uh, no, don't think so. Manu, funny. Port Vale, yes. last minute. Own goal winner, funny. Uh, what? So uh, just, just, I'm just dedicate this episode to Tyrese Campbell and his good bad. What did you make of, I know Man United, blah, but the, the egg like the exit interviews with oh god it's so, it's so weird it's so weird what the, the football just so like mawkish now yeah when it comes to like just like the respect content machine just ah oh, classy touch and what it just ends up with is just weird bollocks like you've sacked him like imagine like being sacked from your job oh can you stick around for just some twitter content we want to do just we've just got a video yeah like talking about what time you've had whilst we've just literally carted up your stuff from your office it's fucking weird i think someone on twitter summed up what my feelings on it is uh, you know this sums up united all all over uh, the people who run the club are in constant pursuit of warm nostalgia fuzzies based on memories that don't actually exist. Yes. And, yeah, and it's, it's very, it is very bizarre. And it's a side of football that I find just very odd. The, the, it's just a business strategy based on nostalgia. And I'm very glad that as a club, that's, that's we, been their transfer policy as well, hasn't it? <laughs> that's why yeah. they're in the mess. That, yeah. Oh, we'll just get the Ronaldo in for the, content turns out retweets don't win football matches retweets do not win football matches unless of course 
you're retweeting Tyrese's Campbell's lovely goal. He liked our tweet. Tyrese liked, is our friend. He, well, maybe he'll come on the pod if we do well on the food bank thing. Don't think he will. But maybe we, no, no. <laughs> that sounds very uh, judgmental of Tyrese. Man, I just no, I just you know maybe he won't. I I remember I was going to be mean. Should I be mean? No, I'm not. Should I be mean? No. Are you going to be mean about? Let tell, me tell just me let me just say no. Let me just say when we did it last year, there were some players who were very happy to share and post things, and yeah. Tyrese was one of them. But yeah. others just ignored it or said oh yeah sure and then never did a thing i so, don't remember who that was i'll tell you in the chat, in the okay. chat in a bit, rather than being mean fucking alan dickhead no <laughs> no, I'm kidding. no he he offered he offered to pay in eggs <laughs> <laughs> right no go off joe no <laughs> non-perishables <laughs> right thank you very much everyone for listening i hope you all have yourselves a very very nice week stay safe out there and always Go on stake.